fentanyl is super dangerous too. Yeah. I recently saw footage of a police officer who pulled somebody over, found some in the trunk, and uh, um, he was a younger kind of cop, <clears throat> and the older cop who's been on the job <clears throat> for much longer was like, "Dude, you're getting too close to it. You're getting too close to it." And as he and, and as he was like turning to like look at him, he just started to fall backwards, and then boom! Just from being in the presence of yeah, the the fentanyl being open, right? Really? Yeah, it must have been a substantial amount. But you see, like the Maybe body cams really, pick it up. Yeah, really so potent. so you watch them have to Narcan the cop who found the package of the fentanyl. Now is he like all of a sudden? Now he's addicted to it. No, he's a, he's alive. Is like all. all no, I'm just show. saying like, like you, you can it. YouTube. It's on YouTube, but it's like so it's, it's like well, body cam footage like, of a of a um, Narcanning a police officer. I'm just saying like the long term effects. Don't you become addicted to fentanyl? And now I think is, I think one and done. It'll probably be like a short detox. But it's yeah. like yeah. I, I, I'm not an expert on fentanyl, so I'm yeah. not gonna pretend like I am. Yeah. But no, saying, like, so that was just what, just from from it. So he pulled somebody over. Yeah, it was exactly. just from being I think that's what it was. Like born. opening the trunk and like checking out what was in the package, and then dude's like, "Dude, you're too close to it. Trust me, you gotta back up." And they had to Narcan the cop. It was crazy. Like the footage is nuts. And in the video that I saw was like what they show police officers about be careful what you find because you don't know what it is. Right. You know what I mean? But like imagine like so he, <clears throat> like he passes out, he comes to, and now he's jonesing for it. Well, I don't think that, it's like that. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying, like yeah. that's gotta suck. Like that's, yeah, like drugs don't work like that. So, um, like when you start, like let's say, like you start doing like heroin or crack, right? Like mm -hmm. most people don't start by smoking crack cocaine unless they're like in a really bad situation. Yeah. Right. But let's say like you, you smoke crack one time, you don't just like come off of crack and then you're like, I need crack, I need crack all the time, always right now. Okay. And like it, it's not overnight, but as you're coming off of it, you're like, well, I want this to come back because now I feel like trash. You know what I'm saying? That's what it feels like to come off of a drug that's like that. Mm. So, like, coming off of ecstasy, like, it's the same thing. You're like, oh, I don't want this to go away. Oh, it's going away. Oh, now I feel terrible. This is what reality feels like. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So you, you want to get away from reality, and you want to get back to that, well, this is something to focus on that's, like, positive in my life. This is something that's making me feel good. This is, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. And it becomes this, like, emotional, mental, and physical cycle of chasing the feeling that makes you not have to remember all your problems and the nature of reality and if, it, if 10 bucks buys it for you for 15 minutes or for five minutes or with when it comes to things like heroin morphine fentanyl whatever you pay not a lot of money like between five and maybe 20 bucks depending on how many bundles you want to buy and you either inject it or you snort it you smoke it whatever and you become so like body high from the feeling of those types of downers that you just you don't have to physically be here you start like nodding off you just literally just like totally at peace and and that's what those people need. Is those people need some form of joy in their life, some form of mm -hmm. peace in their life that they're not getting from any other aspect. And unfortunately, a lot of people that are drug addicts, they have really, 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 really like checkered past as in guilt, shame, abuse, all kinds of stuff like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And now, what, what, what I like is how, tools, you know? how our government doesn't like us to use things like heroin, but they give us methadone. Mm -hmm. Or whatever it's like, or like yes, suboxone. Yeah, stuff like that. it's like like oh well, you know, don't use that, but <clears throat> use this instead. And mm -hmm. it's a controlled substance. But what's really crazy about suboxone is, ninety percent of the time when they give someone suboxone, it's like the people abuse it. You yeah. get your monthly, you know, prescription or whatever, and then people will sell it off to like dope heads and stuff like that to, yeah. to be abused. But well, I do know um, one case from a tattoo artist buddy of mine who. He didn't want to take it because he knew as a heroin addict, like, how people just abuse the prescription. And he had one really adamant, like, counselor or something like that that was like, just try it, you know. It works sometimes, you know, so it's worth a shot. Anything is worth a shot with where you're at. So he tried it, and sure enough, with him, he was the one case where, like, it worked. You it know? worked, yeah. Huh? yeah. Well, because he had the discipline. He's, he was one of those people that always yeah. was 
you know, a disciplined kind of person, but not everyone has that kind of discipline. Yeah, so, well, my, my wife's cousin, he's like addicted to methadone. Oh, it sucks. Dude. And I mean, it's just like, he's just like, he'll... He has to go to the clinic and get... Yeah, yeah go to the clinic every day, work, get yeah. your thing. And then he'll just like, whenever I see him, he's just like, yeah, it's crazy. It is. It's sad. It's sad that, uh, it's sad the way the government has so much money and power and the way the government is set up infrastructure wise is the things we want them to care about they profit off of you know what i mean oh, yeah. you know like this country like george carlin says this country was bought and sold a long time ago which is the unfortunate truth you know you were talking was um the, the boxing my uh, my sister was taking that so i was like oh, working yeah. a, i was working a job where i asked for more hours expecting them to give me another shift all of a sudden i'm doing 60 hours a week and then i have to drive to middletown every single day to pick her up drive her to hartford wait for five minutes bring her back to middletown mm -hmm. and then go do whatever i have to go do mm -hmm. and like i just ended up quitting the job because mm -hmm. i'm like mm -hmm. i can't I, I was i was burning myself out and i was like mm -hmm. they would give her she had to buy a lock box for the weekends mm -hmm. Because otherwise she'd have to come on Saturday and they closed early on Saturday. Yeah, there's and they closed early on Sunday. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, like I remember, like I was getting up like at six o'clock in the morning to go do this. The, 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 like, pro the problem with all those drugs is, yeah, they help. They're like an aid, but yeah. it doesn't ever fix the root of the problem. And the root of the problem is what needs to be cured. Dude, this world is full of uh, poor people helping rich people stay rich, and then rich people helping poor people stay poor. Um, I think it's like more important to just realize that all this stuff, like the root of all these problems, is spiritual in nature. Yeah. So it's not about money, it's not about war, it's not about, like literally, like it all comes back to spiritual warfare. Whatever it in, is. In a cosmic battle between good and evil. Whatever so, it is yeah. they idolize is yeah. what gives them the energy to be yeah. able to continue to selfishly want more. Yeah. You know, and it gives it to them. And, but, I mean, we're reading about it. But you, but you could take anybody from any walk of life. Like, we, we could take, like, a, like a strung-out, like, heroin addict. We could mm -hmm. take, um, you know, uh, you know, like, the unbelievably wealthy, like a Jeff Bezos or something like that. And if you can give them the truth and show them how it is truth and have them figure it out for themselves, it, it doesn't matter. Any of those other circumstances don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the actual Well, reason. it's all hopelessness, too. Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you think about all these wealthy people out there, movie stars and... Whatever, and they're and they're beautiful, and they've got houses and they've got money, and they're addicted to drugs. Why? Because even though they got what they wanted to get, it didn't fulfill them. Man. It didn't fulfill them. Yeah. So now they have to try to do something else, and and numb reality. And this is why you see so many people that are you know going into rehab or detoxes or you know those are the ones that are maybe trying to get out of it. How many countless others are not? Because it's just like. You know, they've, they've realized what Solomon wrote in Ecclesiastes, that life is meaningless, you know, which it is, without purpose, without hope, without God. I mean, it's, uh, it's well, crazy. It, you see all these homeless people, like, in California, Colorado, and whatever, and we're going to have that here, too, probably, is that they're all, they're all drug addicts. Mm. And it's all because in those states, they delete, you know, they, they don't arrest you for any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, we're going to see that here because we... we, we we legalized marijuana, and that was the first thing that they all did. Yeah. And it just... I think making marijuana illegal, though, was like also like a geopolitical move back in the day. I don't agree with people being inebriated, but it says in Scripture, like, for example, that, like, 
that alcohol is like a gift from God. It uses the word wine, obviously, but it says that it's not to be like abused, right? So when you become inebriated, mm. that's when it's like you've uh, you've dishonored into sin. Yeah, you've you've dishonored God. So like we could all go out and we can all you know, go to like a winery and we could have a Bible study there, and that's God would be happy about us being there studying His Word and spending time with Him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the minute that we got drunk, started like tearing up our clothes, <laughs> like shrieking at God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so you understand it's like it's always like a fine line. So I, I think that's that, not like, that's not a good. Uh, I think that God did Bible study. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that God puts things here to help people, like food and like herbs. Like like I'll drink like a chamomile tea to help me go to bed. Yeah. Does, does that mean, mean that I, like, I'm, I'm a junkie for, yes. for chamomile? You yes, know what I mean? It does. So, so now there are people that wrestle with things like anxiety and they're not putting their trust in the Lord, right? But there's people that I know that I can talk to them about things like CBD or THC, which I don't even smoke, but yeah. I don't even do any of that stuff. But I can talk to them because for years I did, for like you know, 10 to 20 years of my life, I did every single day. I'm not and saying, then I can talk to them about how, well, God put that here on earth. And that's my, that's my end to talk about yeah, God is like, yeah. it, you know, we can talk about reefer madness and propaganda films like that. You know what I mean? So, I'm not saying that like, there's anything <clears throat> wrong with the marijuana itself. Yeah. I'm saying that in every one of these states, first they said, okay, we're going to legalize marijuana. <clears throat> slippery slope, oh, I guess. And then, yeah. we, you know, like if you could just stop it right there, I wish they could, mm -hmm. but history has shown that they can't. Yeah. And here's the other thing too that I, I just wanted to just say quickly before we begin is just, God's natural hemp plant versus what the they've genetically modified into these like super steroid yeah. um, marijuanas is completely different than the original like untampered with like just God's nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. The you know natural philosophy, if you will. It's all because of jazz. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Just say no. <laughs> Those were the days. Dare. Yeah, dude. I, dare. Had, a, I had a dare shirt till dare. I was like 25. Yeah. I love that shirt. I don't want to get into this too deep, but yeah. what you just said, stay in school. I don't even know if that's good advice. Oh, well, uh, yeah. But we won't get into not. that. Stay in homeschool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Read your Bibles. Stay in homeschool. Exactly. Keep, keep yeah. learning. Good point, yeah. Dave. That's yeah. a good one. Just want yeah, to bring really. that up. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the news. <laughs> Drop out kids while there's still hope. Hide yeah. your kids. Hide your kids. Yeah. Hide your wife. All yeah. hail Carl, Carl Marx. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? My thing with, with school, teach education for crying out loud. Yeah. Teach yeah. math and science and like the basic principles of education. I don't know if I can trust that because you, you go to I don't know what he English said, literature <laughs> class and they're pulling well, open up Mein Kampf nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't know what education is. Yeah, well, apparently neither <laughs> is our country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, e education is uh, is what you know we call brainwashing. <laughs> you know, now it's like, you know, how and there's like this this push where parents are trying to like see curriculums and syllabus. But the schools won't let them yeah, see there that. There you go. They got somebody oh, on yeah. the Sorry, well, Judah. Well, you're the problem, Judah. Yeah. You're a white cis male. Oh, I know. You're part of the patriarchy, right? You're the hegemony in this country. Wow. You're the oppressor. Wow. So you should just be quiet because not only is he you, you had your turn for the past 5,000 years. Johnny, not only is he a Christian, yeah. he's a leader in the Christian community. That's right. Wow. And a white mm -hmm. male. He's a witch. No, 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 no. He's a He's allowing a Hispanic to lead. So it doesn't matter. What do you mean that there's no race in the Bible? That cancels out one of the sins, Lenny. Just one. Did you ever notice that though? That the Bible never talks about race, like ever. It just talks about like nations and never people. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's never like so and so point. skin color or whatever. Yeah, right. ah, just yeah. like humanity. You know? Mo huh. Movie makers just assume that Jesus was white with blue eyes. Wait, he's not. 
Well, a lot of psychologists have like talked to uh, people who are longtime smokers, and a lot of them don't see cigarettes as an inanimate object. They see it as a friend, and it's like they associate like this companionship, yeah, comfort, you know, kind of like coffee. Well, or, yeah, like, or, or like like a campfire. You know, yeah, as, you're, as you're camping and you have a fire, it's like it it has this source of comfort, uh, source of companionship, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's like. It's like, well, that's like giving up my best friend, you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, it gets, it's obviously like for somebody that doesn't smoke, it's like, well, how do you, you know, that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, I've never but, smoked, so I, I, I'm, but, I, I'm having trouble with, you know, seeing yeah. that, but okay, but I, I do know it's addictive, yeah. I, mean, I can see people. But, but even it. people that like had the capability of um, breaking the addiction and even stop for a while, and, and that's often uh, why they'll go back to it is not even just purely for the addicted uh, for the addiction, but just because it's like, it's just a, it's a comfort, you yeah. know, it's a, it's, it's my companion, hmm. you know, and it's unfortunate because, because it kills people. Also, even like, day, the, like so. the body motion too, like, like mm-hmm. the routine yeah. of it all, like, you know, there's people that wake up in the morning, as soon as they wake up in the morning, right, they have their cup of coffee, yeah. and like with their cup of coffee, they're having a cigarette, then, yeah. you know, as they're getting into their car, they light it on their way to work, they're having a cigarette. Right, like at, you know, at their first break at work, they have a cigarette, you know, and then after their lunch break, cigarette. On the way home, cigarette. Yeah. Right yeah. after dinner, after dinner, cigarette. It's right, that, like that's what it is. It's, it's kind of like, like an a, anxiety thing too. Like, like you know, you're at work, you're stressed out, you're in a situation, you're uncomfortable. But then it's like I'm gonna go outside and have a cigarette. Yeah. It's right, like, breathe. Yeah, I'm I'm away from people. I'm with <laughs> right. this thing that I love. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It, everything's gonna be okay. Comforter. Or even yeah. you get home and you're just like, wow, uh, com- the smell of smoke yeah. in my home, a sanctuary. Wow. Comforting, right? Right. Yeah, I probably, I probably said this before. But there was a guy uh, I used to be friends with, and um, he was, you know, kind of like a down and outer. You know, like you, you, you'd see him, and you, you know, he just kind of like seemed like the kind of guy that's always living in like very low rent apartments, just barely able to get by in mm. life. And I knew him for years, and and I didn't see him for maybe a year or so. And I happened to run into him at Stop and Shop, and he was driving at the time a, a, a brand new PT Cruiser. You know, it was like right after PT Cruisers came out. Like we're a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I was like, oh, nice car. He's like, yeah, I just bought it brand new. He's like, I also bought an F-150. I was like, what in the world? He says, yeah. He says, I, I quit smoking. He says, I was smoking two packs a day. He says, and when I added it all up, for the same amount of money, I could buy two brand new cars. <laughs> it's like... Because it was like at the time, it was like justify it, it. It was it was like seven, I think he's paying seven dollars a pack. He makes good financial decisions. So, so yeah, yeah. so fourteen dollars a day. Wow. Times thirty. Yeah. But hear me out for a second here. Yeah. Right. Hear me out for a second. He's got a four door <laughs> yeah, car. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. Unique. He also has a pickup truck for these. And he's splitting the mileage on each of these cars, right? right? Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Huh. Hey, I don't know if it was a good financial decision or a better health decision. Well, yeah, yeah. He benefited on both. Well, well, there's clearly, there's clearly. a couple silver linings here. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And then he's like, says, and I just went down to Foxwoods and I won 600 bucks. I was like, wow. dude, like, like, good for you, man. Wow. So yeah, that yeah, was funny. Giving up smoking change from a down and out. Or so two. he's like driving yeah, his yeah, new yeah. PT Cruiser. Yeah. Driving his new PT Cruiser, like winning some money from the casino, yeah. like, <laughs> like what li- a winner! Li- just like li- living, living high, <laughs> living high, driving home, just like the, the, 
and I don't know if you remember this, Judah, but I would like to know how does someone do that because it's not easy yeah. to give up two packs. That no. that in itself seriously yeah. is serious. So that's to do that, you know, okay, realizing wow, I could go out and buy this or buy that, but just to to, to you can think that yeah, or somebody could say, hey, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to give up smoking. But doing yeah. it is, is quite another thing. Oh, absolutely. Well, here's right. the reality of that. I know many people who are very close to me that are exactly what Judah described. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know people that could also have that kind of life to be able to give, right? To give generously as well, right? With, you know, because you're saving money and you're, you're, you're being smart with it and you're obviously choosing health, right? Yeah. But I know many people who I'm close to that, you know. Should decide to similar, yeah. yeah, should yeah. I buy mean, a PC just, cruiser. I quit. Yeah, really. I quit smoking <laughs> when I was younger. I was probably like right around 17, 18, something like that. And it yeah. was I had an epiphany on an all night, you know, party. You can just say like that. <laughs> uh And I was sitting there and I was holding. I was I was actually at a rave. Mm. So, you know, we hours in the morning. And I was holding a cigarette and I was just staring at the the cherry, like the head of the cigarette. And I was realizing that I was paying somebody mm. at you know Philip Morris or wherever at that time. That's what the company was called to poison me with a chemical that essentially doesn't do anything for you. Right. It's, it's not that good of a stimulant. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's not like you're getting high or drunk or something right. like that. Right? Yeah. So, so I'm killing myself. I'm becoming a, like deadly addictive to this thing, and I'm making somebody else rich. So right. their kid could go to some Ivy League school right. yeah. and yeah, yeah. Some large donation. And mm-hmm. I just was like, and I just put it out. And then for the, about the next two or three weeks, it was every time somebody said, hey, you got a cigarette? That was the hardest part. Or, hey, you want to go have a cigarette? Yeah. But every time I wanted to go have a cigarette, I'd just find something else to do consciously. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, 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 this, this might show my age, but, like, in high school, they used to send me in to go get the, to go get the cigarettes because I looked the oldest. And then when they brought the price up to $5 a pack. Mm. Is when I said this is too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, yeah. I quit. Qu- <laughs> <it was> <laughs> Two or three dollars a pack. But to see like a lady in, in line at the, the the store in front of me yesterday, she bought a, a single pack of cigarettes. I think she got like Marlboro like silver 100s or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And she bought like four AA batteries, and it was like eighteen dollars. And yeah. I thought to myself, it's like it's like ten dollars like for 10 a pack. I was like, pack, yeah. is that the batteries yeah. or the cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. But that's like like that's what I mean. That joke about like go show my age because like. It went up to five dollars a pack like twenty years ago. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was a couple of dollars to get you a gallon of gas. You know, it was like yeah. Oh, I remember like, the days. I remember yeah. in college it was like it was eighty nine cents a gallon. Yeah. During one of my years in college up in Winstead, awesome. but it was like ninety nine cents down down here. So I would make sure anyway, that I always went up to Winstead, Winstead. with an almost yeah. empty tank of gas yeah. and filled up. Yeah. I went to college up there, so I was up there yeah. regularly. Yeah. It's funny. Okay, well, anyhow, uh, <laughs> don't wow. smoke, kids. <laughs> Stay in school. Yeah. Stay yeah. away from the raves. Yeah, 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 yeah really. 